Welcome to Crime Time. You're listening to Leonetti's Detection Selection. Welcome to Crime Time, a weekly podcast discussing all things thriller, suspense, mystery, horror, and crime fiction. I am Lee. I'm Eddie. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 5. It's good to have you here. Woo! Yeah! This week we are talking about a film which came out recently. It's called A Simple Favour. You might have heard of it. Get ready, guys. Eddie and I saw it about one day ago. And we had... A riot. Strap yourselves in. We're also going to be talking about The Nowhere Child by Christian White. And uh, Lee's going to be going on an adventure. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, friends, so we've made it to season four. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, definitely not me. I was banking on you running out of energy. Fuel, books. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So we've decided on our fourth season that we're going to do things a little bit different. To keep making this podcast we love and bringing it to you, we've decided to bring on a few sponsors. We promise we're only going to suggest things that we truly, truly love and we think that you'd love too. Please support us by supporting our sponsors. There's going to be a link to our sponsors page on our website at crimetimepod.com slash sponsors. So help us to create this sick podcast by supporting us, by supporting our sponsors. So tell me about the Nowhere Child. I don't know if you're ready to hear. Uh, Would you say I'm not ready for this jelly? (laughs) This jelly that you have. (laughs) Would you say you don't think I'm ready? I think you're ready for this jelly. Well, (laughs) let's take a risk. All right. So strap yourself in. I'm going to tell you about Christian White's debut psychological thriller, The Nowhere Child. Did you say Christian Grey? (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. A reference to... uh... Porn. (laughs) (laughs) Please never do that again. Moving forward. Can I just say, technically, it is a bit of a mystery. The porn? No, the whole Fifty Shades genre. There's like some mysteries involved once you... Yeah. Have you read them? Look, I read the first two and we were talking last episode about giving up on books. Yeah, yeah. I gave up on the third book. You still stuck it out. I stuck it out a long I'm time. I'm so impressed. But yeah, I mean, technically there are, there's some mystery. So maybe, maybe guys tune in, I'll talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not even ready to move on. I want to know what kind of mysteries they have in it. It's going to have to remain a mystery. All right. So back to Christian White. All right. Let me start by saying this. He was the winner of the Victorian Premier's Literary Award. And I don't know much about this kind of thing, but I feel like you know that's kind of a big thing. Yeah, it's it's a big thing. It's It's a a big big thing. thing. If you win that, Mm. by law, Tim Winton has to carry you around in a wheelbarrow. Oh my God. Just anywhere you want to go. Why do you have all these facts in that head of yours? It's just true. Tim Winton... Beloved Australian literary icon. Well, Cl- beloved Cloud Street. Yeah, Cloud Street. That's that's a book he wrote. He wrote that. He wrote that book. That's the only one I could think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he carries you around in a wheelbarrow for a year. Oh my god. We should get in touch with Christian White and ask about that experience. I think it'd be really interesting. He might be in a wheelbarrow at this very second. At this very second, he's probably like, "Oi, Tim." <laughs> uh, I got a lefty. Chuck a lefty. I got to get to the supermarket. <laughs> So moving on, The Nowhere Child. I picked it up a few weeks ago and what a fun ride. So I went away for the weekend and instead of hanging out with my friends, I just read this book. I'm not kidding. Okay, so you know I love the kind of book where there's a foot in one place and a foot in another. It's like Ozymandias. I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Stare upon these works, ye mighty, and despair. 
I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. It's a little bit of Percy Bissy Shelley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on now. <laughs> oh, the second we get a little bit high, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. And you're like, let me leave. <laughs> I just gotta go. Oh, my dentist calls. I have to go. It's it's an emergency. I just really need to get my teeth cleaned. I'd rather be doing that than this. I thought you meant that the dentist was having an emergency that I had to go. Oh, right, like your dentist is just very emotionally like needy. Shout out to any dentists. So nowhere. (laughs) So the nowhere child. It's set in Melbourne. Oh. Well, half in Melbourne, half in the States. Wow. I think it's in like Texas. I could be wrong. I think I'm wrong, but it's somewhere around there. <laughs> You're going to be so <laughs> off. It's going to like turn out to be like, I, guys, I don't know anything about US uh, geography, but I'm just saying it's going to be far away from Texas. I'll update with a tweet if I've gotten it severely <laughs> wrong. We're introduced to Kim and she's like a just a 26-year-old photography teacher. So she's just she's your regular Joe around town. Right. And what I loved is, I, I don't know for certain, but I really feel like it's set in Coburg. Oh. There's a lot of references. I live in Coburg. I feel like it just felt like it was where I live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you Kim? Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> no. So this guy rocks up at her work one day, an American accountant, and he's a bit weird. And you think maybe he's like a private detective or something. Right, right, right. He's like, I'm an accountant. Wink, wink. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and he tells her about this story about a child that went missing like uh, like 24 years ago in the States, in Texas, insert wherever it actually was. Right, right. yeah. And uh, he... It's just going to be like a voiceover of you being like, Portland! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he seems pretty convinced that Kim is the child that went missing 24 years ago. Oh, dang. Yes. And it's, uh, I'm going to say Australia is pretty far away from the States. Yeah. And she also had this really loving, caring, amazing mother. Okay. And stepdad. And she's like, this is ridiculous. Right. There's no way that I'm that child. But guess what? There's a whole book. So maybe she was that child. <laughs> right, right. Maybe she weren't. But we're going to find <laughs> out. <laughs> her mom had just passed away. Right. Oh, dang. So she couldn't go to her and be like, Ma, please explain. <laughs> Did you kidnap? me yeah exactly <laughs> so she did a bit of digging and for whatever reason she wasn't entirely convinced uh-huh. we're not entirely convinced but she heads over to the states to investigate she goes on this road trip with this private investigator slash accountant slash maybe he's somebody else right right to figure out whether... do you reckon it's kinsey malone oh wait like in drag like he, she shows up she's got a giant mustache on she's like i'm an accountant <laughs> From Texas. <laughs> Kinsey Malone lives on. She lives on. Shout out to Sue Grafton. Yeah. Rest in peace. Anyway, so she goes over to the States. Right. Goes on this road trip. She gets involved in this family and in this, like, history of this cult. Oh, my god! It's just a mile a minute riot. That sounds amazing. It's, it's, I, as I said, I couldn't put it down. It was an absolute thriller. I loved it. Wow. I mean, I feel like... If someone showed up yeah. and told you that, yeah. I think you're this missing kid from the US, yeah. would you just be like, I'm dropping everything, i got to find out? There's a reason. So he shows her this photograph of this two-year-old that went missing, uh-huh. and then she like rounges through her photos, and right. she's like, they look like the exact same kid. Okay, but here's my problem. Tell me. Babies look really similar. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm not, I don't want to diss anyone's babies, and they're all individuals. They all count. <laughs> they all count. They're all important. But babies often just look similar to other babies. No, you're right. So maybe there's some other things in the book that pull you in. Okay. 
Uh, it was beautifully written. Uh-huh. Again, half in the States, half in Australia. Amazing. I was really on board with this protagonist. I really liked her. We went we went to some places, you know you what went I'm to saying? Some, you and Kim. Kim and I, we went somewhere. So how many similar looking babies out of five would you give it? To be honest? Yeah. You're my honest answer? Yeah. Five. Whoa. First of all, that's a lot of babies. Christian White, I hope you have extra rooms in your home (laughs) because you're getting five similar looking babies (laughs) no seriously though as a debut thriller crime novel yeah five stars loved it can't wait to see what he does next christian white we have our eye on you sir wow wow i i straight up can't wait to meet him uh meet his five children meet his five five new children be like hey tim what are you up to Tim Winton's just like pushing the babies around in a wheelbarrow, like, fuck you, crime time. <laughs> did you read this book or, or did you listen to it? I read it, which is very rare, but I could have listened to it on Audible. Um, and that brings us into our first sponsor Hooray! moment. We've arrived. We're here. We landed it. We did it. So you've heard me talk about Audible at least 100 times before. Agreed. And that's fact check that. Eddie, go fact check that. I'm, I'm, hold on. Let me just, I'm just, I'm, I'm typing. It's <laughs> a packet of Tic Tacs. Look, I don't own a computer, right? We both know I have a typewriter and a bird who I teach to say the things I need to remember. But I'm just going to say it. You've definitely talked about Audible a lot. So you can support us. By supporting a really cool service. Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and original ad-free audio shows. That's so good. Whatever you like, whatever you're interested in, there's just books for you. Ideal. Um, You can listen to it any way you want while you're driving, cleaning. Playing t-ball. You could read them on a train. You could read them in the rain. You could read them on a boat. You could read them with a stoat. Anyway, you can read them anywhere and you can get a free trial and a free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com forward slash crime time podcast. Bam. And I'm going to recommend The Nowhere Child by Christian White. So let me set the scene for you. Do it. It's a bright sunny day in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee and Eddie are wandering around kicking cans. I was going to say stones. Kicking stones? Kicking whatever they can get their feet on. With our hands in our pockets being like, I'm bored. I'm, I'm bored. Old man Thompson down the road won't give us any chores to do. And then all of a sudden, I'm just riffing here, but a light bulb goes on over your head. I'm like, hang on, Lee. I've got an idea. And Lee's like, no, Eddie, the last time you had an idea, we ended up at the back of old man Miller's house. <laughs> Wrestling a turkey, <laughs> trying to get his keys back. You know how you're always wanting to go see movies? I love movies. And you're always going to see movies without me. True. Maybe we can go see a movie together. And that's what we did. That's what we did. We went down to my local cinema. Shout out to Westgard Theatre. Oh my God, it's so cute. I haven't been there in a really long time. It's so good. And they've got this like award-winning popcorn. And like, this isn't a promo. Like the last section was a promo. This is just real and we're not getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh man. Westgarth, if you're listening, all of Westgarth. Hit us up. Crime Time Pod. Yeah. Cast at gmail.com. Yeah. They've got this like uh, olive oil popcorn. I was like, give me a box of that. We laughed about it, but then we ate it and we were like, this is freaking delicious. Right? I was like... 
olive oil, you hipsters? What is this? I don't want healthy popcorn. So we're there. We're like on a weekday. It's like 4 p.m. No one's going to go see A Simple Favor. A Simple Favor, based on a best-selling crime fiction novel, turned into a film and released in 2018, starring none other than Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Who I had never seen anything with Blake Lively in it before. And now? Uh, and now I'm a Blake Lively guy. What? Right? She has all these really cool, like, tuxedos and yeah. shit. She looks incredible. I'm like, I do. So basically, we get into this cinema. There's nobody there. We've got our feet up on the chairs. We're being rowdy shits. Eating our olive oil popcorn. <laughs> being like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Lee's got a dang, like, giant cup of... I'm going to say soda. Yeah, it was great. There's <laughs> nothing like post-mixed Coke at the cinema. Mm. If you agree, say hell yeah. <laughs> Just out loud, wherever you are. Yeah. So tell us about... So basically, Anna Kendrick is a vlogging mum. Vlogging mum. Vlog mum. Vlog mum. <laughs> you know, she's got this like live stream thing where she's like, we're going to make bracelets. We're going to make chocolate. She's just living her best mum life. Right? Like her husband has died... Sad, sad. But she has a kid and she, like, loves the kid. She takes the kid to school. She's a stay-at-home mum. But she's, a, she's like, making these vlogging videos every single day. Yeah, which is a lot of work. A lot of work. The thing that she's vlogging about, she's like, today we're going to be, like, making hot sauce or apples. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But then she's like, oh, it's really nice that some of you are asking about my friend, Blake Lively, whose who's name I've forgotten. She's like, you're all asking about my friend, Blake Lively, who is missing. Dun, dun. And we're like, what? Who's Blake Lively? Who's Blake Lively? Cut back in time. <laughs> she meets Blake Lively, who's this like cool mum. Yeah, so Anna Kendrick is kind of like the daggy mum. Mm. And then Blake Lively is like the cool mum. And then there's this chorus of other mums who are literally like a Greek chorus. They sit around judging everything and commenting. commenting. It's ideal. Yeah, it's awesome. This, uh, this film, and I haven't read the book, but I bought it, so we'll get around to it. But it's this beautiful mixture of comedy, thriller, and like kind of like really heavy stuff yeah fully it's got this i don't know as i was watching it like we're there in this like empty cinema and i'm just like yelling at the screen like what genre is this (laughs) i know that because it was empty we were able to like talk a lot about what was Mm, going mm. on so we laughed a lot but we were also like what what is happening right yeah and I gotta say, there there are so many twists and turns. So many twists. Whatever you think is gonna happen is probably not what is gonna happen. But here's the funny thing: usually it's me who does the guessing and is right. This time it was Lee. Was it? Oh, it was. Yes. I'm not gonna say what I guessed. <sighs> yeah. Lee was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure they're parakeets. <laughs> Turned out they're parakeets. Bam. <laughs> so Blake Lively's uh, pretty like important, famous mum doing busy, busy job, and she. Uh, calls in Anna Kendrick and she's like, can you do me a favor? Can you pick up my son and I'll come and get him later? A simple favor. Later never comes. She goes missing and she just goes missing, you know, one week turns into two weeks. And all the while Anna Kendrick is vlogging on her mum blog, like teaching things, but also talking about how Blake Lively's gone missing and what's happening in the case. And then it just keeps getting wilder and wilder. She just get real. It just like spins out of control. Right? She's like, I'm on the road. I'm vlogging on the road. Like, I'm like, what? Who are you? She becomes like this PI. Basically. Private detective. But it's funny. Yeah. No, it's really funny. It also deals with some like heavy themes. Really? Themes. But like, also I laugh like every minute. Yeah. How many mysterious famous mums would you give it out of five? 
I write films differently to what I write books. Okay. All right. So Tell me about this writing system. If I'd had this experience while writing the book, I would have rated it at five. Right. Yeah. But I think I have like a higher standard for film. Ooh. So I rated it at four, which for me is like a really good rating. It's a really good rating. Yeah. All yeah. right. I give it a four and I'm pretty easy to please. Oh. Here's, here's my one thing. Go right? on. Go on. So I feel like in films... They always have these weird romances that just happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they never have a really good justification for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always like, I don't believe this. I'm very bored by it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's my one gripe is I'm just like... You're one? It's my one gripe. You're one? Well, yeah. Okay. As my one star knocked off, so is everyone. Oh, your one gripe of the film. I thought yeah. you meant like in general in oh, life. Oh, yeah. No, in, in general in life. <laughs> Uh, everyone, time everyone stop being romantic. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended by it. I won't lie. Someone just did a massive wheelie. Just did a massive burnout up the road. Hope you guys heard that because that was classic. <laughs> <laughs> so you loved it? Four out of five. I loved it. I had a great time in the cinema. Guys, tell me about your favorite spot to sit in the cinema. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know for a lot of people it's like right in the middle, but... I know, like, for me, if it's a horror film, I really like to be right up the back. Right. Because I'm like, I am afraid of all ghosts. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of this, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I'm afraid of ghosts. Yeah, and you're the quickest to the exit. Quickest to the exit. Well, not in all theatres, though. But I got to say, it means you got your back on the wall. No one's going to be sneaking up on you. You know what I'm saying? Playing a trick. Playing a trick. I don't like tricks. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not into it. I saw that scary movie one or two or whatever when, when the murderer turns out to be in the theatre. Actually, that's Scream. Anyway, point being, <laughs> I'm so rambling. You, you like to be at the back in a horror film, but dear listeners, tell us where you like to be in the cinema. You can reach us at Twitter at CrimeTimePod. Yeah, you can get on our website, crimetimepod.com. You can chuck us a comment. Just be like, Leonetti, you're a fool. <laughs> the very best spot is right at the front where you can't see anything. <laughs> <You> idiots. <laughs> All you can see is the mole on everyone's neck. <laughs> Check it out. A simple favour. All right, it's no mystery to you, to me, maybe to the listeners. I love ghosts. I love murder. I love intrigue. I mean, as a topic. As you a love topic. them as a topic. As a fictional entertainment piece right yeah. i'm just i'm just saying to clarify if there's any cops listening if there's any cops <laughs> listening lee is not a murderer <laughs> so you know when let's go on tours yeah like a year ago i went to the beechworth uh hospital right one of the most haunted places in australia amazing did a ghost get you i didn't see any ghosts but by gosh i was scared look that's fair that was horrible like horribly <laughs> good you know highly recommend but oh and while you're there check out the bee farm Bee farm. You're like, I just don't understand this combination. Because on the one hand, you're like, I went to this murder prison. But then on the other hand, you're like, and I saw some nice bumblebees. I love bees. I have a bee tattoo, (laughs) which you know, but it's beautiful. I love bees. They're so interesting. Do you know what? I think we could do a whole show on bees. Um... No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because the way that the bee colony works is like science fiction. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's my issue with it. Go on. That's really boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll move on from that. <laughs> but I'm going to sneak bees in for the rest of your life. All right. So I'm going on a tour tomorrow night. All right. It's a mystery kind of ghost crime tour. Ideal. And I don't know what it's going to be like. This is not a promotion. I'm just telling you where I'm going to be. Right. In case I never come back. Okay. <laughs> but can I tell you what it's about? Please 
do. Hear spine-tingling stories of Melbourne's past as we guide you through the streets and lanes of the oldest Chinese community in the Western world. Shout out to Melbourne's Chinatown! Experience locations of former opium den and Chinese cocaine houses. Okay, that sounds great, but can I just say... Yes, I'm not even done. Anti-shout out to the British Empire. You are not forgiven for the opium wars. And it's not just me. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) A lot of people feel this way. Right? From stories of ghosts and murder to Squizzy Taylor and Chang the Chinese Giant, hear Chinatown's connection to the Eureka Stockade and Jack the Ripper. You won't believe what has happened in just three blocks of Little Burke Street. Amazing. And I'm not going to tell you who the tour is or what it's called, but if it's amazing, I'm going to come back and I'm going to spruik the hell out of it. Amazing. That is ideal. I really want to meet Chang the Chinese Giant. (sighs) Maybe I will. Right? Maybe he's there. I'll get his Twitter handle. Right? Maybe he runs the, the thing. He's like, hey guys, it's me, Chang the Chinese Giant. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, ah! <laughs> He's like, oh my god, it is Chang, the Chinese Giant. Have you ever been on a ghost tour? No, I have never been on a ghost tour. Do you, wanna, do you want me to tell you why? Yes. First of all, I hate tours. Tell us why. I have fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. I'll get really sore really easy. Yeah. If you want me to walk around, that's not going to happen. Yep. I'm going to say, you know what? No. Hard pass. (laughs) Right, right. Second reason. Yes. And this is perhaps more salient. Ghosts. Bags, nah. I really feel you. Like, I just, I don't get it, guys. Tell me, listeners, if you have ever been on a ghost tour and realized midway through, what am I doing with my life? Why am I here? Yeah. A ghost is going to get me. Okay, I can't believe I'm sharing this with you. Please Or like with all of you, but I'm going to. Okay. Because we're family. Right, yeah. I was on a ghost tour at the quarantine... It's an old quarantine centre in Sydney. Okay, that sounds horrifying. It was horrifying, but the I think it was a ghost tour, but you learnt so much of the history, uh-huh. which I was really into. Which, okay, side note, I feel like these ghost tours, and I'm using, like, what are these called? Scare quotes. Scare quotes. Ghost tours and mystery crime tours, they often tell you a lot of amazing history that you might not hear elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'm into that. But you know me, I'm a massive damn nerd. If someone was like, let's go on a history tour, I'd be like... Sign me up. I'm going to call Tim Winton. I'm going to hop in that wheelbarrow. We'll we'll do it. But if someone's like, ghost tour, I'm going to like text him and be like, nah, mate, keep the barrel at home. Keep it in the garage tonight. Just, we're not going because it's a ghost tour. And Tim Winton will be like, fair enough. I see your point. Totally. Yeah. But this tour, right, told us a lot about the history of migration and the quarantine stations um, in the ports around Australia. Yeah. Really intense, really, really important, I think, historical information. Fully. But also very scary. We were in this old hospital section, right? This place was massive as hell. Yeah. And they were talking about this nurse that uh, lived there and was now a ghost there, right? Okay. I swear to you, Eddie, I'm looking you in the eyes right, right. now. Right. I'm uncomfortable. There was this story about this nurse that she's a bit of a cheeky nurse that still lives there and she goes around and she has a syringe, which sounds really scary, but it was more playful. Okay. <laughs> I'm not like, getting the playful undertone. <laughs> she like pokes it in the butt. She pokes you in the butt. Yeah, like in the, the s- butt cheek. Okay. Right? And then I got the worst sting of my life on my butt. Note to bird, do not go there. <laughs> all right, so that's all we have time for. If you have seen some really amazing tours in your life, particularly in Melbourne, so that we can get to them, let us know. Get yeah. us on Crime Time Pod on Twitter. Send us an email, crimetimepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you think Lee is uh, unwise for going on ghost tours, tell me. Justify my meanness. <laughs> <laughs>
And we'll see you next week. This has been Crime Time with Lee and Eddie. Bye. See ya. Bye.